So normally I'll open up in song, um, but this time around I'm not, and not because I can't quote her songs. But I just, I mean, she made girl songs, and women y'all know because she makes some of y'all anthems right now. But um, I'm gonna dedicate this to Megan The Stallion for two reasons particularly: making as real again and bringing real bodies back because the industry is saturated. Uh, every day women are saturated and it's hard to tell if it's real is you know, that shit don't jiggle the same you you really have to look at it a certain type of way but Megan Megan brought it back Megan brought real ass back Megan brought real body back and um the people before her they they led a great path but somewhere along the line, um, the Kim Kardashians, the Chloe's, uh, what's that light skinned chick name? The one who got the, she got a kid by their brother. I can't even think. Oh, Black China. And I don't know how they took over, but they shouldn't have. And they created a whole new genre of bodies that people think are okay. But Melissa Ford, Esther, um, all the girls from the tip drill video, Ashanti, like two times for the women with real body, man. We appreciate y'all. Men and women both appreciate y'all. And shout out to Megan The Stallion, the whole Savage remix for bringing ass back, bringing real booty back, bringing real body back. That's it. That's how we're going to jump this off. Um, So one time for the one time. Y'all catch us after the mini commercial. Um, we're going to jump off into a really, really good episode for y'all. So catch us in a minute. Peace. Yo, 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 yo. Mic check. One, two, one, two, one, two. You are now tuned into episode of Views from a Jerk, a podcast by Nikos Davis, co-starring my girl, the one and only Tiffany J. What's good, baby? Hey, hey, what's going on? Um, so I've been drinking. I'm not surprised. <laughs> um, yeah, like I wasn't going to, but I was with one of my partners and he had some Tito's and I'm not a fan of vodka, but I got Tito's and orange juice. But we know. OK, so you were just drinking to be drinking. Amen. I just, I said, fuck it. Let me just sip on it and see. Listen, you know what? I ain't going to even judge you. You know, it's almost the weekend. I'm going to let you live. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, What's going on? Everything good with you? Old age, my nigga. Old age. I worked so- out <laughs> earlier today and it was a lower body workout on the Nike app because that's what I've been on lately. Had the audacity to think I could go run, and I did, but my knee is like, bitch. Listen, so um, our gym opened back up, and I have a, a mask. I have a breathing mask. It's an it's an um, a elevation mask, mm-hmm. and so me and my man, me and my homeboy Brad, we put those on and we work out. Listen, my shoulders have been tight. Um, my, I'm not really. I I'm not stretching good enough. Um, my left knee 
has been hurting. Nigga, it's my left knee. <laughs> Yo, so look, this is what happened with me, man. I um so I, so I do an hour of cardio every day. I get on the treadmill for 40 minutes, run. I get on the stairmaster for 10 and I get on the elliptical for 10. So Friday I switched up. And instead of getting on the stairmaster, I got on I got on the elliptical and the bike with a sit down bike. And my ever since then my left knee has been bum. <laughs> you messed up the rot- the rotation. Man, no, nah, um, I, I talked to my partner about it. He was like, it's a muscle or something, a tendon or something. He was like, um, when you send down, your body's not familiar with that position. Your feet just start doing weird shit. He was like, so that's what it is. It's just out of place, but you'll be all right. You can keep going. He lied. Man. <laughs> I already Yo. know with that deep Negro spiritual side you just gave, he lied. But look, I tell you this, with this hour of cardio that I've been doing, mm-hmm. I'm back in my groove, yo. Like, I'm, I'm legit back in my groove. Um, all, all of the quarantine weight that I picked up is falling off. Um, I'm back on my, my meal y'all, plan. Y'all lose weight faster than we do anyway. True. Very true. Very true. Um, but yeah, I'm back in a good, I'm back in a good spot and I'm, Hey, I'm back on the, I'm back giving them rounds. I'm getting grits. Mm, well, yeah. yeah. So I'm new to this. I'm just trying to be consistent. I think this is week three for me. So I'm just trying to be consistent. I can't say that I gained weight during quarantine, but I gained weight from the last time I weighed myself. So I'm like, we in the house. You know, it's been raining cats and dogs up here. I don't know about down there. It's been flooding. And so I'm like, I need some stuff to do in the house because I'm not going to the gym no time soon. I went to Planet Fitness the other day and canceled my membership because I'm not really? with it. I don't trust these white folks. I don't trust the white folks to do the cleaning that they need to. I don't trust them to maintain their distance. I was in Whole Foods the other day and dude was all up on me. I had to give him the black woman stare like, <laughs> fuck up. So, no, I don't trust them. So, I'm good. Nope. Plus, it's, you know, it's warm. I like working out outside. I get more of a sweat going on. Right, uh, right. Cincinnati is full of hills and inclines. So, when I go run, I be cussing every other minute. So, <laughs> it's going to happen. We're going to be there. At, at my gym, um, it's a black manager. It's, it's actually my homeboy's sister. And while they were closed, her and her husband, they were there cleaning like the two of them they were in there every day for a span of like a month just cleaning 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 so i trust her i don't trust her white husband but i trust her but what are they um, doing now like they could do that while nobody was in there that's easy what she, are they doing to maintain that regimen they're they're not open 24 hours they um she so when they close She'll come back and clean. Yeah, nah, fam. I don't trust it. I'd rather work out outside. I got my weights. I got resistance bands. I'm good. And then, um, so she has, like, you know, most people, most gyms have the air on. She got the heat on. Like, oh. it's, it's, yo, listen, it's hot in that mug. It is, it is hot. 
and I be in there sweating my ass off. I sweat all the shea moisture out my hair. I don't know if that's a petri dish or if she killing everything, but that just don't sound good. Well, I ain't gonna say it's hot, but it's like the air is not on, so it's like room temperature. So with me, if I'm on a treadmill like three minutes, I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm a sweater. I feel you. Yeah. So you know that's pretty much how how everything has been going for me. Um, look, man, let's just let's jump into it. Let's get this depressing ass news out the way, and. <sighs> Nigga. Listen, so I I think I might I just just a disclaimer, I might jump off into my bag about these racial issues. I'm gonna steer you back in because we ain't doing this all night. I'm fine with it. So let's just to just to sum everything up really, really. I ain't gonna sum it up. Let's give these people their proper respects. Um Brianna Taylor, that was some fuck shit. Rest in peace to her beautiful soul. It really was. Man, RIP, you know, that that is the worst thing. Um, cops barge into your house, shoot you eight times. Like, you don't even know you died. And can we even talk about how they initially went to the wrong house? And that man shot hey. back. Listen. I can't think of his name, but they, he shot back. And they had him locked up, and but they let him go. Yeah, they let him go. And rightfully so, like, you know... I have family members. I got a I got a few family members that are officers of the law. And I res- I you know because we're family I give them the utmost respect. And they and they let it be known like if y'all ever get into anything, don't you do shit, you call us first. And wherever we at, we know who to call and and the shit going to get shut down. And I I feel sort of safe with that, but what about the rest of the what about the rest of our people? Yeah, everybody don't have that luxury. And we so, shouldn't have to. Like that, I man, they're not shedding enough news on that story. And she was an essential worker. Like, come on, man. Like, let's mm-hmm. be real. That's that bullshit. Um, and then more currently, George Floyd. Did you watch the video? I tried not to. I really mm-hmm. tried not to. So I did watch it one time. But mm-hmm. it's on the time. It was on the timeline constantly, constantly, constantly. And I just once I watched it that one time, I didn't want to see it anymore. Um, and but but go ahead, go ahead and say what you need to say because I got I got something that I do want to say. No, I was gonna say I didn't watch the video. I didn't need to watch the video because we saw it. We saw it countless times before. So I decided to protect my mental space and not watch it i didn't need to watch it to know that it was horrific because a man died you know the the thumbnail that they show on all the articles you saw the police officer with his knee on his neck and i was just like i don't need to watch this so my thing is this rather tiffany rather it's you me people we know people we don't know Listen, man, don't fucking record me. And I understand that this generation, that's what they do. They record everything and post it. Don't fucking record me. Either either get in and help me or just let me go. Don't fucking record me. And if you're a real one, you're going to jump in. You're going to be like, fuck it, man. For me, I can't. I got to bite the bullet. I got to jump in with you. Like, brother, I can't let you lose your life in vain like this. 
there was a video that I saw today where some man jumped in and helped a guy that had like seven or eight police officers on him and they all jumped in they were fighting Hell yeah. and I'm surprised that the police officers didn't they throw their guns they was throwing punches back because you know you got somebody punching you in your face you gotta punch it back right. so <laughs> that I get like a good old brawl like, but don't just automatically pull your gun and also they showed a clip where um, Denzel Washington he saw the police in LA I don't want to say harassing, but they were messing with this this black guy. He he parked this shit homeless. and got out. Yeah, he was he, homeless. He parked this shit and got out and made sure everything was all right. And then you know what too? Um, I think well, I think it's like two weeks ago now that they mentioned it. But we have to R.I.P. Ahmad um, Aubrey, him Sean Reed as Man. well. So I'm gonna tell you this. That whole Ahmad thing, that's bullshit. Um, I do not trust Joyette Holmes. Is that the lady who had all those white men around her? Yes. That just looks suspect. Listen, man, I feel like she's an implant. Her political association is Republican. Man, I'm Tiffany, I'm just gonna be honest. Um, I was at my mom's house and and every day when she gets when she gets home, she likes to watch the news. And, and for the first time ever, I'm like, man, this shit is depressing. Like, I'm, I'm about to like, I just came to check on you anyway, so I'm about to bounce. Um, yeah, so, I don't watch the news at all. Yeah, man, I just I don't trust that lady. And I was telling my mom like, I don't trust her. Why? Like, I she mean, goes, she's surrounded by white men. You shouldn't. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, listen. Um. What did they say in Queen and Slim? Just because you black, that don't mean is that don't mean it's all good. All skin folk ain't kin folk. Hey man, fuck them people. <laughs> like that—that's that's where I'm at with it. Like man, fuck them people. Um, and 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 speaking, you know, like the, we got the Karens, the Jeffs, we got all that shit coming up, and people doing shit constantly. Tiffany. Just being a just being a deep down in my soul Negro, it's really time to start popping the piss out of these crackers. Listen, I have a friend who he bought a hat that said it's a play on the MAGA hat and it said make racist scared again. So um I saw that link on the timeline and I ordered a red one. I I ordered a red one. Um, another one of my another one of my partners from Tuskegee, he ordered a he's a Q. He ordered a purple one. I think my man A Live was gonna order one. Like I ordered a red one because I'm I'm with it. Yeah, he's like, got that. He he changed his profile picture to be his AR um with the hat sitting on top of it. I'm like, man. <laughs> like now I'm look, look, like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm with everything, but I ain't gonna change my profile picture. I ain't gonna do all that shit because one, I I don't want you to know what I have in my home, but you better know that that motherfucking shotgun gonna do some shit. Um, yeah, I'm not. Now, gonna that care. don't bother me. You remember the picture that was circulating with the woman who she was dressed in red, standing in front of her house. She had about twenty to thirty guns. She had rifles. She had oh yeah, that, I don't that care about you last knowing. week. I don't care about you knowing what I got in my house. Know that you don't need to step to this motherfucker. How about that? You know what? 
I'm 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 just old. I'm I'm I, I got this old soul and I grew up in a whole different era. I don't wanna I don't wanna shoot you. I really don't want I don't wanna do anything that's gonna take your life from you. But I do wanna pop the piss out of you. Like I wanna beat you. I you need to know if if the word nigger what what whatever racial slur is that wants to come out of your mouth, you need to know you're gonna get backhanded, jap slap, pimp slap, you're gonna get popped, you go every like whatever type of slap or punch that you can think of, you're gonna get it from over here. Yeah, I saw a video again, it's just videos are just coming up and circulating all over. They were in the drive through at McDonald's. Yeah. And it was yeah. packed. And you know, little little Eleanor was in her car yelling. I think she was drunk, yelling, going off, telling them they were taking too long. So the uh person working at McDonald's stuck their head out the window and said, Ma'am, you need to get out the line. Right. And then she went back and when she put her head back in there, uh she, little Eleanor said, nigger. In the car in front of her, open her door. Did you just say nigger? No, and, no, I But didn't. look, oh look, yes, look. you did. Listen, my problem with that was you open your door and say, Did you say nigger? What? You should have got out. You should have got out and popped her on site. You should have yeah. got out and popped the piss out of her. For one, she couldn't go nowhere. She gonna back up, drive forward. That's insurance claims. And she can't go nowhere. You supposed to pop them. And then she said, sometimes I just can't help myself. Shit, you gonna help yourself today. You, you are. Hey, man. The downside to that, though, is the car behind little Eleanor was recording. So if somebody would have got a hold of that, old girl could have went to jail. And I know that you don't know people's situations. Folks got kids and family, whatever the case may be. But, yeah. Listen, we do everything else for the culture. Like, we throw each other in the pool. We do all type of other whack and stupid shit for the culture and for social media and for likes and clout and everything else. Go to jail. It'll be all right. Like, <laughs> it'll be fun. You gonna come bail like, them out? Like, yo, people start GoFundMe's for everything. Go to jail. It'll be fun. Yeah. I promise you it'll be fun. Go, but you just know for... You bought, you went for the right reason this time. You're you're circulating on social media for the right reason this particular time because you don't pop the piss out somebody. <laughs> like she, she people, Tiffany, it's really time that that white people that want to use racial slurs, um, they want to call nine one one. Like give them a reason to call. Oh, they don't belong in this building. Let me show you why I don't belong in this building. And when the police come, they're going to find out, oh, he's upstairs. But I'm about to go downtown because I just assaulted you. I ain't worried about that. Like, <laughs> like, hey, fellas, y'all, hey, man, call my mama them. If y'all ain't got to call my people. But I'll yeah. be out by 8 o'clock. Or just we're, let me... We're tired. We are, and it's really going to take either them to start getting picked off. Um, I won't... The Christian in me feels bad for saying this, but I want somebody so bad, an engineer, a carpenter, somebody come together, they build a catapult and burn down uh, their, is it Chauvin? I don't know how you say his last name. I want them to burn his house. They already burned the precinct. I want them to burn the nigga house down. Hey, uh, and I don't yeah. mean, I don't mean nigga as in, a term, as in terms of endearment. He's a nigga. Yeah. He's an ignorant motherfucker. Yeah, you need to go to the Lord about that one because <laughs> I just... 
but so so look, and I've always said this whenever I do have these type of conversations with people, um, I'm over the march, I'm over the protest, I'm over being silent. And as a Christian man, and I'm not the best Christian man, but as a, <laughs> but, but as Lord a Christian man, Lord know my heart, man, Lord know my heart. I, I, I can't even, I'm not going to say that because he know my heart. He know mess up again. So I just want to say, we fall down, we get back up again. <laughs> but <laughs> but as a, as a Christian man, I'm t- I can't, I don't, I'm not going to turn another cheek. I'm not MLK. Tiffany, I'm not. I'm not MLK. Um, I saw a tweet today that said MLK was a sucker. I would never say that because that is such, such that that level of disrespect you can't do that because he did like he he was a trailblazer but you sister let me tell you something you best believe i am solely down with malcolm i listen i i got a shotgun i got two pistols and i got an ak and with the ak i got three clips i got the big banana i got the little shit and i got a medium but that that motherfucking uh thirty three shot is gonna you, pop. You got small, medium, and large, ain't it? <laughs> Listen, man, my hey yo, when my brother gifted me that back in two thousand nine, I was so eager to let it go, and um, I popped it a few times. But now nah, I want you to. I'm I all, want you I'm, to. I am a woman who is all for carrying. You know, I got my CCW. You know, I got a little heat in the house. Yeah, it's it's crazy this day and age. I'm actually looking to get something else. I'm all about protecting me and mine. I was. We'll, we'll, um, get, into, I was, we'll get into that uh, MLK and Malcolm X though a little later. We'll get in that a little yeah, later. That, you know, we might have to jump into another episode about it. I, but <laughs> I tell you this too, just to, just to sum it all up, I got I got a few knives, and that sometime you know that pills are gonna gonna pop you and and push you back. But uh, uh-uh. I need that slow burn. I need to juke you. I need to hit your ass with that motherfucking ice pick. Cause I'm surgical with that. I can walk up on you, yap yap yap, and walk on off. You don't even know it until you feel that you feel that thing and you start stinging. Like a paper insides. cut. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, your insides cut up. I'm trying to hit a vital organ. Hey, the Lord knew my heart. <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> hey, the Lord so know my listen, heart and Jesus wept. Listen, man, Jesus wept. Jesus, like I'm, the Lord know I'm not Jesus, man, because he went up in that. Um, I forgot who said it on the timeline, but I'm about to quote him. He went up on that time. He went up on the temple, wrecked havoc, and then went up on the cross and said, "Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do." Listen, I saw one that said Jesus flipped tables too. So, <laughs> hey, man, hey. Listen, that nigga got fed up too. <laughs> he was sad, and you and you know he's pure perfection. If he get fed up, you know you know a backslider like me gonna get fed up. Yeah, you already know. Uh, how you feel about uh, Joe and his comments? It's fuck Joe Biden forever for real because I don't <laughs> like Joe Biden. I know um, we talked about this last episode and your disdain for him. So when he said what he said, I was just like, I know he's gonna have something to say about it. Listen, I don't know if we talked about this off time, off off record, but I really don't like Joe Biden. My two, excuse me, my two uh, picks were 
Bernie, and Bloomberg. Joe Biden is entitled. Joe Biden reminds me of the white people that, uh, if you if you're familiar with social media, how the people that uh, oh they can come to the picnic. That's Joe Biden. That motherfucker ain't earned shit. I ain't inviting nobody to the picnic. It's for for us by us. But Take see the a thing: raising potato salad onto your picnic. <laughs> Oh, that white potato salad. It ain't even mm. yellow enough. But see, this is the problem, in my opinion. And Biden, and I'm I'm circling all this together. Biden is one of those people that you see him dance like, oh, okay, they can come to the picnic. Man, that rhythm, that rhythmless ass shit. Like, no. Just because they can do the electric slide just a little bit don't mean they can come to the picnic. Yeah, they no, them, them, your friends take them a plate to the car. Uh uh-uh. uh, when it's time to do the Cupid shuffle, what they gonna do? You know, yeah, <laughs> like shucking, no. they shucking and jabbing for us, and right, we need more than that. But so, this is my whole take on Biden, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't owe, I do not owe Biden my vote, and he can't tell me that I'm not black enough because I call him a, a chicken shit cracker to his face, too. <laughs> like, like that's how you know I'm black, cause, bro, I don't fuck with you. I, I fuck with Obama, and Obama didn't do nothing for me. I fuck with Obama though, cause he was the first black president, and that fifty fifty was enough, but it wasn't enough. But dude, I don't, I don't owe you shit. What is your agenda for me, you? What, what is your agenda for our people? Mm-hmm. Like now he's just up there smiling and. I I'm, I got low key upset with Charlemagne because I felt like Charlemagne should have checked him. Like, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Man, you don't get the fuck out of here. Well, consider your audience, Mitch Charlemagne. <laughs> I like Charlemagne though. Okay, real G's fall short. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> he ain't Ti. We're not going to be talking about that. Uh-huh. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Both of those chauvinistic pricks can go on somewhere in my <laughs> humble opinion. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I watched that interview briefly. Um, Charlemagne should have called him out and made him answer specific questions. But his press guy was like, you know, hurry up and get off because this can go wrong, which was good on his press guy. But Charlemagne should have pressed him. But he didn't. Nope. He didn't. No. Nah. What, what's your take on I don't have one. Man, see, that, sister, hey, let's just a virtual high five. <laughs> this is why I fuck with you. <laughs> like, legit, this is why I fuck with you because... Like, I choose to direct my energy and emotion toward things that matter, and he does not. So, that's that on that. Yeah. Uh, so, you Moving looking ugly from the house still? I am. <laughs> I am. You ain't, you ain't snuck off and got no haircut yet? Nope. I done snuck off and got some good sex and got put to sleep a couple different times, but I ain't got no haircut. I mean, well, hey, I think we all willing to risk it all for a little... A little something done around it. Is is my vagina and I want it now. Oh. 
What's that your claim then? Go ahead, friend. That ugly don't mean nothing. So look, um, I was talking to my partner a few minutes ago, and you know, we was just chopping it up about because he hadn't got his haircut either. Um, and just Saturday. I line my beard up and I trim my, my upper lip. I, I just did that because I had hair rolling all in my mouth. And I've come to the point to where I don't think I'm going to get a haircut until maybe September. Mm. Um, Not just because it's that's when I feel like it's going to be safe, but fuck it. I ain't got nowhere to go. And nobody does, honestly. But I that what we've told y'all since, what, the beginning of No Shave November, you ain't got to shave it, but line that motherfucker up. My natural hairline coming back in, and I like it. <laughs> well, that's the, the worst thing I did was cut was cut my afro off. But my line is coming back in, like I'm good. Um, you got you got edges. Hell yeah, I got yes. <laughs> like my my listen my um the top of my beard and my hairline I, in the little curve is is joined. It's con- yeah. it's it's a like, hey, we good so. I ain't getting no complaints about it. So, shit, I keep it washed. I keep it shea moisturized and it's curly, it's coiled, it's doing its thing and it's growing back. So, I'm good. What you looking like? Uh, Currently, my hair is in two flat twists. It's cute, though. It's like an off-center part and, you know, I got color. Mm-hmm. So, what? it works. I got a lot of compliments this past weekend when I was in Nashville. Um, I got a lot of compliments on my hair and I was like, it's real basic, though, because it's too hot. Like, it's humid. It was in a puff, so shout out to all my sister who's sisters who are rocking the puff, and a lot of flat twisting. Cause listen, that's all you're gonna get. You're gonna get that with the shea butter glow. So I'm about to be missing. Um, I Ooh, know why. No, you, I, no. bullshit, no. bullshit. Man, we opened up so serious, and you threw me a nice alley. Condol. First of all, my condolences to why you were in Nashville. Um, sec- secondly, who you saw? I saw my last sisters. Oh, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. af- after, after, after you saw them, who you saw? I saw the couch and the bed. <laughs> you got rug burns? No, nah, I ain't got no rug burns. There may have been some uh, wrestling though, signs closed, but you know. Um, okay, like I like I thought. But <laughs> you don't know me. People you ain't don't shit. Don't know me. Let me tell you something. And. I was gonna. I was just gonna make a comment, but I'm not because that that'd be putting unnecessary business out there. But Thank you. yeah, it, it, somebody it, knew where I was though on the timeline. Somebody it, commented on one of my pictures. I was like, oh shit. Listen, if, <laughs> if, if it's some sex to be had, it, it, you gonna get it. That's me, you, whoever else. If it's some sex Listen. to be had, we gonna get it. Yeah, but on a more serious note, so. Um, I think most of y'all who've listened, y'all know that I'm Greek. I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta, and we lost one of my line sisters last Monday, which is why we haven't recorded. She had a heart transplant 11 months ago. We just celebrated our 15-year anniversary last month, and uh, she passed away due to some complications. So we had to go 
Uh, we did practice social distancing. They did a wonderful job with I saw that. the ceremony. It was like a drive-through to stations. She had like eight stations that represented her life. And so everybody drove through and it was beautiful. We had something private Friday night for us and the family. Our profites, you know, came and spoke, showed love as well as our Neo. So it was beautiful. That's dope. That Those eight stations are dope as hell. Yeah, they, uh, her husband did a wonderful job. We um, we gave the, him his their daughter and her mom some gifts. So yeah, we we did what we were supposed to do and honored her in a good way. Let me ask you this: When is our time to go? Are you gonna come back and look at your spouse or your significant other or the person that you love the most? Man, uh, you not? Nope. Why? I ain't got time for that. I'm on the bigger and better things. <laughs> Shit, I am. I, I that's, be... that, that's you, and you just petty like that. Like, pe- the pettiness is embedded in your spirit. It is. I need to pray about that. But not right. You can't help not... yourself. Oh! Um, what you watching this week? So, I, I finally tuned into the money heist, and I tuned into it by accident. What is this? It's on Netflix. Hmm. Um, listen, it's it start it's very long. It's four chapters and four it's like four chapters and ten, either ten or eleven ten or eleven episodes per chapter. Um, I'm not at home, so I'm laying in the bed. She's asleep. And where were you at, friend? Am I see what I'm saying? I mean, you all up in my business. Where where were you? Mm. In the bed. Okay. That's how that's I was in the bed. Um her cousin had been watching it. So I I had been interested in it. And I and I thought I was like, dang, I think Tiffany mentioned this. So I started I tuned into it. To which I later looked at the notes. I was like, no, nah, it wasn't mentioned. Kind of blame stuff on me. All right. Uh listen, man, you know. Um so I'm watching it. And it's about this guy. He picked. He starts the perfect heist, and they go inside this bank in Spain. I want to say, and um, this bank, this particular bank, bank, they print off their own money. So he has a crew put together. They print off the money, but shit goes haywire. And it's it's it can be a it can be a drawn out detailed explanation, but that's all I want to give. And it is sort of worth watching, but it's just long. So I watched um, something recently. It was called Six Underground. It has Gerard Butler in it. And when I tell you anything that has Gerard Butler in it, it's going to be good. Be it, you know, something serious, be it comedy. Like he's been in so many genres and he has yet to disappoint. Um, And it also has, what's his name? O'Shea Jackson. Is that Ice Cube's son's name? O'Shea Jackson Jr., I want to say. Yes, he's in it. Uh, the other Jackson, Curtis, better known as 50 Cent, that nigga in it. And, <laughs> it, was a good movie. it was a good, and some other white folks that I don't know their name. But it was a good movie. It was about a, a, look. It was about a bank heist, but not in the conventional way. It has some twists in it, so I dug it. It's a good time not to know white people's name. Um, well, yeah. So, However... However, I need to go ahead and plug the most gangstest white person ever, that dude that plays Raymond Reddington 
in the blacklist. Have you seen the blacklist? It's on Netflix. I haven't, but I will tune in this weekend because I ain't doing shit but drinking tequila. So I started off watching it when it uh, came on primetime, and then I saw that it transitioned over to Netflix, and I never finished it. When I tell you that thing's so good, it's a lot of killing. It's a lot of plotting, backstabbing. Uh, It's got, I don't know his name, but you remember the dude who played Dresser in the Five Heartbeats? I I don't watch that shit. Well, fuck you then. Well, he's in it. What more are we doing? Damn. <sighs> he's in it. Um, it's good. So if you haven't watched the Blacklist, that's a show to add. Add to your list. I will. I definitely will. Um, so I did watch The Last Dance. Did you ever tune into it? No. Oh wait, you talking about uh, MJ? Yeah. Yeah, I finished it. I was about to say all the memes that are online. Come on, man. Dude, the the one that I posted with Isaiah <laughs> Listen about about being single. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I so in the barbershops, barbershops nationwide, there there will forever be an argument who's better, Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron. After watching the last dance, I don't want to hear mentioned again because the top two, uh, so I'm gonna say this. All three are goats. And before Michael Jordan, there was Dr. J. Dr. J was a goat. In each era and each time, there is a goat. The overall, the overall goat, hey man, I grew up in a different era. I grew up knowing Jordan, elementary school, middle school, high school, it's Jordan. I, my oldest brother would argue me up and down. Nigga, Dr. J was better than Jordan. That's who Jordan patterned himself after. But whatever the case. But for me, it's Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. All three were the GOAT in their eras. But just generally, Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Um, I was so happy to see, because I, I never liked Kobe for real. I And at certain times, I'd be like, damn, that nigga cold. But in watching The Last Dance, I was so happy to see that Jordan took Kobe under his wing somewhat. And, yeah. you know, that was that. So, nigga, LeBron number three. That's it. So, uh, and I agree with you. I think that there is a GOAT and, you know, everybody, the three that you named, they're GOATs within their own right. Um, but Jordan takes the cake for me. None oh, of them niggas like him, but everybody had to respect him. He was, if you got on the court with him, he expected you to do your job and he was going to push you to make you great. You might not like that, but you got to respect that. So he was already, you know, killing everything, but he brought what needed to come out of all those players individually so that they could perform. Um, And that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes when you don't like a nigga, but you got to respect a nigga. But you respect a nigga. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I feel like a lot of people didn't like Kobe, but they had to respect Yeah, a lot of people didn't. I wasn't into basketball a lot when uh, Kobe was really playing, but I always heard people trash talking Kobe. But I also think he was another asshole like Jordan. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So this is my thing with Kobe. When Kobe was in, um, I was I was really upset when they beat the Sixers, but I blame that on Aaron McKee because I thought Aaron McKee was trash. Mm-hmm. Um. Moving forward, I was really happy when Detroit beat them. I was happy when the when Boston beat them. But just overall, man, Kobe was a cold motherfucker. 
That nigga he was, was cold. And I feel like, too, like Jordan, that nigga was only friendly with you off court. That's that's my thing with LeBron. Like, all this whole new era of NBA, all these people, friends, they want to play together. Like, no, nigga, I don't like you. I don't want you over here. Yeah, the NBA is soft compared to what it used to be because folks had to mentally and physically prepare to go up against Detroit. And that lets you know, like, you couldn't just come in there being all lax. Jordan made that mistake, and that's how he ended up losing to them. But he quickly learned. Like, the game was much more physical than it is now. My Facebook memories often remind me how much I used to be in the basketball. I used to be going in. I don't know what happened, but, yeah. I bought my first pair of Jordans, though. Which ones you got? Uh, the uh, See, I'm a novice. You're going to ask me questions. They are the ones. What color? High top, black, red laces, white around the bottom, and red, maybe. Oh, you got the one. You got the one that made his feet. You got the one that made his feet bleed. No, no, it's not those. Those were the red, black, and white ones. No, the whole shoe is black. It's satin. It's got red laces. It's got a white sole, but it's red at the bottom. So now it was, I know what you're talking about, and I remember seeing those. No, I didn't get those, but it's that type of shoe, but it's I, not that shoe. I hate Jordan ones. I like them. I, I, and you know what's so crazy? I hate them, but I want a pair just because it's cliche. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite Jordans are are the Bordeaux Sevens and the um which they release i think either today or tomorrow the flint 13s those are my favorite two pair of jordans okay i don't know numbers again i'm new to I, this i'll see but you. got delivered and i like them hey i'm a i am an air max guy i love air maxes um since quarantine has been shut down i got a few pair of shoes sent to the house today i pulled out a new pair of shoes and i posted it on all social medias um, I have on the Flyknit Racers, and they are multicolored. They multicolored. I don't know you just said, but I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that's that's my thing. All right. Um, just moving forward. Did we mention everything? Hell yeah, we did. God damn, we on it. Now we didn't talk about insecure. Oh shit. So first thing I want to say is this. No, you go ahead, cause I'm I'm sort of getting tired of insecure. Um, Kelly is the best thing on Insecure. I love her personality. I love her spirit. Uh, especially when she was <laughs> telling old boy she was from uh Poppycock. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, she's the she's funniest. Funny. She is funny. I, I dig her. Um, I feel like Issa and Molly are in a position that a lot of women go through. Um, everybody got their own shit. And Molly is trash for wanting or allowing her so-called best friend to fail. Um, I do think that Molly reserves the right to have boundaries in her relationship. However, she's going about it all the wrong way. So... I feel like Molly is upset for nothing. Molly has her own personal issues that she needs to deal with, and she's taking taking them out on everyone else. Um, Issa Issa is living her best life. I'm really I'm happy, really I'm happy for Issa because I can identify with her because at a point in my 
point in my personals, I wasn't doing shit and everything was like, uh, but once some shit started popping, then I was like, he's like, you know what? I can handle this. Mm-hmm. So I feel her and I, and I really do like, I like that. Um, but I do feel like both of them alike are built like comfort shoe boxes. Neither one of them are fine. Yeah. Neat, yeah. like, and but you know what? And this is totally sidebar. That they, they like both of them are built like California women, and I guess that's why I don't really fuck with the West because they women not fine. <laughs> but anyway, back to the show. Um, Kelly is super funny to me. Yeah, and I, I'm really upset because her script isn't big enough. Yeah, it's a minor role. Yeah. Um, And I I think on the timeline last week, there was a big, uh, or the week before, there was a big riff between, you know, who Saudi on Issa or Molly's. Um, And just to piggyback on what you said and what I just mentioned, Molly is full of shit, man. (laughs) Molly is full of, Molly is one of those people even on this past episode, how she talked to old girl in that office. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. you you feeling yourself for, for nothing because you need to quickly remember, one, there would be no Andrew without Issa and Nathan. Two, you fucked old, you fucked, what's his name, little short dude in Chicago? Like, yeah. And then yeah. you then you hit your, your girl husband. Like you've been out here at the like you you really a bottom. <laughs> like Damn. you like you bottom of the barrel, man. You just passing out this this vagina that really ain't good because ain't no nigga gonna keep you for it. Like you just like, yeah, I need to fuck something. So let me hit Molly up, see what she's doing. And you gonna do it because you like a nigga, he just wanna get off on you. Damn, friend. I'm just, <laughs> man, I, I really don't like I mean, her. but that's that's the guy's perspective. You are entitled. I, I dig it. I, yo, Tiff, I do not like Molly at all, especially this season. And then, you know, she got Andrew. You done switched up. You in the swirl. Man, fuck that. Fuck all that. Right. All right. Like, like, like my man Dr. Umar says. Oh, uh, here you go. <laughs> and you know what? It don't even fit. I just wanted to say it on one episode, and I'm gonna say it. Consciousness over coochie. Politics <laughs> over punani. I, I, I keep telling y'all. Consciousness over coochie and politics over punani. Those those memes and those videos will never die, and I'm here for it. Hey man, Omar really be on it, low key. Yeah. Hey. All right, so uh, you want to take a break? Um, you know what? Damn, I really want to buck on you. Like, nah, let's just keep going. Yeah, break and then come right back. Mike Checker, one two wrecker. Rex in effects, but I'm oh shit, I messed it up. Yeah, wait a minute, yo, <laughs> yo, yo. Rex is in effect, but I'm the record of the track. Some shit, I don't remember. <laughs> what, yo, 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 yo. Wait a 
minutes. Oh, whatever. I was almost there. No, wait. Yo. Listen, I fucked I... up like Teddy Riley fucked up the sound. Again, real G's fall short. <laughs> Tiff, I really didn't expect you to even know where I was coming from, but I'm I feel disrespected. It's me. Of course I know. Come on now. Man, virtual high five. <laughs> There ain't, there ain't too much I'm going to miss when it comes to music. We know this. We know this. I I really didn't. You really, like, I'm really over here in the state of shop because I didn't think you would pick that up. Oh, yeah. Speaking of music, let's get into some, some things. I'm going to throw some things your way and see how you feel. Let's go. Uh, I, I feel like you set me up, too. Uh, I ain't you. I ain't going to do that. Um, well, Damn, I, I might, maybe. Uh, so we know we had a couple of verses go down. Some were good, some were not so good. How'd you feel about uh, Nelly versus Luda? Do I have to answer this? Who who are you with? Nelly? Nigga! Really? Uh, fuck you. Even know what to say right now. You really picked mm-hmm. Nelly? Nothing. You got nothing to say to me. You better talk that up with somebody that like. Ooh. I oh, listen. That hurts. Let me that tell you something. Oh shit! That shit don't bother me. I don't like that nigga. I, mm-hmm. All right. Listen, I I I don't like his his rap style. He reminds me of that weird shit that people love about Eminem, and I've never been a fan of him either. Like that shit is fucking weird. All that animation that he did when he rapped, I didn't like that. Like nigga, you got you got two things. One, you're gonna rap. Two, you're not gonna rap. Don't hit me with the animation. Like I'm, I've I, my ears just aren't built like that. I don't, I don't vibe off of that shit. Well, I that's your fault. And it's been Team Luda since high school, so I was definitely shit. down for Luda. With the Luda, Luda gave us skits. And we will will not, we will not discredit the contributions that Ludacris has made musically. So let me just, let me just cut this shit short for you. Just so you know, (laughs) so just so you and everyone else that's listening, that may be like, man, what the fuck? Like, oh, I, you know, this nigga, he don't know, man. Listen, Marvin Gaye, Whitney Houston, Ludacris, fuck them. That's why you gonna stub your big toe, and I, I hope that shit. I, got, I hope that hurt. I don't, and I don't fuck with Eminem either. Fuck them weird ass people. Don't nobody care about him. All right, moving on. Uh, Kanye <laughs> or Drake? As rappers, yeah. Drake, are you serious? There, and I know you're biased. I know you're biased. It's okay. What? Um, no, because if you would have asked me this, this is 2020. If you would have asked me this 2010, I would have told you Kanye West. Well, that's 2010. But, I'm okay, that's fine. But um, just a level, and I'm doing my hand how Kelly did it from Insecure, just a level of growth. I like Drake because he does, he has a lot of um, emotional raps that make me think about things that I'm dealing with, with women. I, look, man, fuck it, that nigga Scorpio, and I can relate. He put, he put you in your feelings. That's all right. Yes. <laughs> That's what it yes. is. Yes. And wait, 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 wait. And, and two more things. 
That nigga made Girls Love Beyonce and he made mine. I mean, I fucks with mine because that's my shit. You need to fuck with Girls Love Beyonce too. Uh, I'll pass. Uh, Ford versus Chevy. Man, if you don't get the fuck out of here with that shit, I'm a bow tie guy. I love Chevys. <laughs> Man, hey, that that fucking '85 Chevy Lando, the Tudo Caprice Classic, with the uh, with the aerospace window. Whew, okay. Love those. Um, my, listen, my dad had a '91 C4. It was white with the red inside. Mm-hmm. I love cor. I love Corvettes. I don't like the new style Corvettes. The 2020, 20. I don't like these 2020 Corvettes because they look like Ferraris. But I love. I'm a Chevy guy. Yeah, my uncle so, had a. He had a Corvette with the T-top. Whew. Yeah, yeah. I know a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, uh go ahead. No, I'm, I was going to say something else. Don't even worry about it. Go ahead. Uh, Fords. No. I, I do want to say this. Fords. Yeah, I wish you make up your goddamn mind. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Fords. Ford means found on the road dead. I learned that for some white kids. <laughs> when I, I learned that from some white kids in the seventh grade. And then when I, and Ford also produces. Range Rovers, and when I think about the quality of a Range Rover when it breaks down, and man, reverts back to Ford. Yeah, I had a, a friend of mine who is a car fanatic put me on and said just how poorly built Range Rovers are. They don't last, but yes. so many people buy them just because of the look. But you're gonna be taking a sucker to the shop, right? Uh, drums or flats? Um, cauliflower wings. When you used to eat meat, nigga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when I used to eat it, man, both. Okay, I ain't picky either. Like I know some people are hardcore, but just give me the chicken. <laughs> That's all I want. Right, right, the chicken. Now the bigger discussion is white meat versus dark meat. What you got? White. Okay. Hey, let's keep this thing going. There we go. All That's right. what I like to hear. All right, all right, all right. We in there. We in there. Uh, I don't know if you got any experience with this. PC or Mac? Mac? Are you serious? My nigga. Yes. All right. All right. I guess uh, I guess I can fuck with you. Uh, oh my god. Cat Williams or Kevin Hart? Who came up? What did you? Who came up with these? Hey, don't worry about it. Just answer the questions. Man, you don't give me Cat Cat Williams. Kevin Hart doesn't even. Hands down, every day, all day. Kevin Hart was funny, like seriously funny. His first three stand-ups, maybe his first four. If his fourth stand-up was, um, you gonna learn today? If that was his fourth stand-up, then he's funnier there. Anything after that is trash. He was funny in Forty Year Old Virgin. But Kevin Hart trash as fuck. That nigga, he white people funny. So I think Chris Rock, I think it was Chris Rock, made a comment that there can never be two black comedians on top at the same time. And I feel like as Cat was on his way down, it's kind of like when Kevin, you know, snuck in and did his thing. Um, But even when Chris was trying to do his thing, like 
it was either him or somebody else, or it was Dave Chappelle or somebody else. I don't think I've ever seen two black comedians in their prime get the same shine at the same time. And but Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, not that funny either. It's a different kind of funny. Yeah, his his Dave Chappelle is sketch comedy hilarious, but stand up that nigga ain't funny. <laughs> I, I rock with Dave. I think he's cool. Um, riots versus protests. Riots. I I am a sole believer in violence and tearing shit up gets <laughs> things accomplished. It does. That's what people pay attention to you. When you start to tear shit up, people want to pay attention to you. That like, will hit their pockets. Hit their pockets. Yes. Yeah. Anything anything that's gonna fuck up their money, they pay attention. So riots. Yeah. And so this is why I kind of hesitated and said we'll get into this later. So let's talk about uh MLK or Malcolm X. Um Malcolm X. Malcolm X just because um and like I, I respect both parties. I really do. But um Mal- MLK wanted to he wanted I feel like he wanted acceptance from the other people, the Caucasians. Just being respectful because I want to say crackers. <laughs> I mean, you just did, but whatever. <laughs> he wanted acceptance. He wanted to be recognized. He wanted the equality. Like, you know, we're both men. God made both of us. Listen, I respect that. For certain, for certain white people, that really did work, but at the very essence of being white, no. Uh-uh. Um, and it was several other um, black political leaders that were against it. Now, I, I was for, I'm for everything somewhat. I'm for him marching and being the forefront and the trailblazer. But his overall message, I'm like, nah, man, I don't have a dream that white kids and black kids are going to play together. I don't. Just because I remember when my daughter was in um, daycare, she came home and she asked her mom, was she ugly? And she was like, no, you're beautiful. Why? She said, because this little girl at school told me I was black. Damn. No, and you know I never share this story with people, but that's a that like no, fuck no. And at that point, she hurry up and move, like she hurry up and moved out of the area, like fuck no. And I, I mean, I'm just nah, man. Malcolm X, me. I'm about I'm about a window with my shit. I feel I like am. both of them are necessary. Like they both are. You need Malcolm to do the dirty work and to get shit done and to have those connections that allow you to get shit done so that you can be or have the Martins come through and, you know, get in rooms that the Malcolms couldn't get into. You know what? I think I think you have to have Martin first to to appreciate the Malcolm because Martin is going to look, I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking now. If y'all ain't gonna listen to me, it's a nigga coming. <laughs> It, hey, listen, y'all better you you want to deal with me because there's some niggas coming. They gonna do some shit now. Talk to me. I'm talking with some sense. These niggas that coming after me, you ain't gonna like it, and it's gonna be too late to talk to me. So you know what? It's a that's a yin and yang. 
It is. Yeah. But I, I tell you this, just to throw a bone in the mix, I appreciate W.E.B. Du Bois. Fuck these people. Let's go oh, back home. Okay. Well, well, all right. Shout out, hey man, shout out to Fisk University. Let's go back home. Come on, Nashville. Hey man. <laughs> uh, who else? Oh, so here we go. And I need you to think long and hard about this. I don't have to. Okay. Isley Brothers versus the OJs. Man, if you don't give me them Isley Brothers. Really? Hell yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? You can keep that Ohio connection for yourself. Uh, both Man. of them are from Ohio, so I'm gonna need you to check your facts. Oh, mm. okay. Anyway, mm. you still can get you still can give me the Isley Brothers. Okay. Easily, mm-hmm. easily, easily. So let me ask you this, because they just did a versus. Um, one twelve a jagged edge. I can't even believe you took an exhale. So, okay. Because both have a special place in my heart. And I did not watch the verses. We Me tried either. to. It was some nigga shit. And I don't deal well with that. If you're, if you you are not very well put together, I'm not going to stay tuned. And so we did not. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, uh. I can't. I can. Jagged Edge. Oh, okay. Good deal. And mainly because them niggas sing, like sing, sing. Like Who? I, honestly, Who? I felt like Who sing sing? Jagged Edge, Wingo, not the twins. The two dark skinned niggas. One of them belonged in somebody's church. <laughs> <laughs> the way that he sings. <laughs> he know he needed to be in somebody's church the way he was singing. Um uh, 112, they got hits. Now, they got more hits than Jagged Edge, in my opinion, but I just, with the things that J.E. was singing about, that's really where I was. Um, Can I answer? Yeah. Neither. Really? Hell yeah. Um, Let me tell you something. For 112 with me, Q was terrible. Oh, uh, he, yeah, he can't, that nigga can't sing. God, that nigga was terrible. The best song, Jagged, not Jagged, 112 has two songs. Um, No, three. Cupid, of course. Anything. And then, if you are available. Which was an interlude. Listen, that shit is a hit for them. Jagged. Slim Duran. You gotta have sex up. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, come on, notes. Hey man, listen. <laughs> um, jagged edge. I'm good. They got uh, in private. I want to be in love. Oh, yeah. I wish. Got, you could see. Listen, let me tell you. Okay, so let me tell you the story. I had a boyfriend in high school who loved Jagged Edge, and his favorite song was "Gotta Be." And that man could not sing to save his life. But when I tell you that did not stop him from calling me and just singing, gotta be <laughs> to me. <laughs> but did it work? Did it work? No, it didn't. Oh, it did <laughs> like I said, neither. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm just good on Jacket Edge, man. Um, I'm really good on both of those groups, but I do appreciate the, um, 
the overall contribution that Atlanta has put into the music industry. But still, fuck both of them niggas. But fuck both of those groups. Okay, bet. So, how about Cash Money versus No Limit? That ain't no, that's not even a debate. If you don't give me cash money. So, it was nice knowing you, friend. I mean, okay, that's fine. I ain't even tripping. Cause let me, let, you know what? I, you know what? This is, this is going to solve this. <laughs> give, me, give me one song by No Limit that everybody can quote. And I'll give you one song. I can get shit. I can give you a few different songs by Cash Money. But I can give you one song in particular that all three verses, anybody can quote. Uh, Everybody know Make Them Say Uh. Everybody know the chorus. Okay. I'm talking about, uh, listen, word for word, everyone knows Juvenile's 400 Degrees. I mean, because that is my favorite album. By the cash. No, money. I ain't talking about. I'm talking Wood. about the song. Wood. I'm talking about the song. Bitch, what? How much your ass up? Don't even go that water because I'm ready to mask up. <laughs> I heard about the money. That's a nice change for the right price. I will bust the right brain. I mean, not that song, but that is my album. I, I no, can't, I can't rap that song, but I can rap a few. <laughs> no limit songs. Man, listen, it is cash. Maybe. Maybe it's nostalgia for me. I don't know. But mystical, uh, TRU, like all of that. Uh, and even well, hold on, wait, wait. TRU is when TRU dropped that double. When they dropped that double disc album, shout out to New Orleans. Put some respect on it. Go ahead, man. Mm -hmm. Uptown, downtown, Seven Ward, Hardheads, Ninth Ward, Third Ward, VL and Magnolia. Listen, when No Limit Soldiers drop, bruh. Doom, 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 doom. Yes, doom, you doom. know this. Doom, doom. We No Limit Soldiers. I thought I told you we No Limit. Yeah, yeah. and then um, they redid it with that remix, and even that was good. So I'm sorry. It's No Limit for me. Man, shout out to Mac, Big Ed, Fiend, Moby Dick, um, Kane and Abel. The biggest Mama Mia. Man, Mama Mia, Mama Mia was fucking crazy. She mm-hmm. fine too. God damn, she I think she's a, a chef or something now. Listen, I've been following her Instagram for a number of years right now. I think I follow her Instagram when I first got on, and I just go, I go to her page just to fucking look at her eyes. Like her food look good, and they always have those little plastic shot cups. But man, Mama Mia, Mama Mia can get that work. <laughs> All right. I'm down for them worms. All right. Do you watch scary movies? Nah, I, I I'm a, I'm suspense. Okay, but you can still put some respect on these two, Freddie or Jason. Michael Myers. Why are you so difficult? Cause that's my guy. But if I got to choose between those two, Jason. J- Listen, um, 1990, Jason take. Jason takes over Manhattan. That nigga punched the nigga's head off of a building. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Jason was ruthless, man. 
Yo, and, and, and Jason had a Nintendo game. He did. I actually have it. So I still have my original Nintendo, what is it, 1983? And yeah. Friday the 13th is one of the cartridges that I have. Wait, I don't think, no, it didn't come out in 83. The Nintendo? Yeah, the Nintendo. I was born in '83. That shouldn't come. Or out. or maybe '93. I don't know, but I got. No, nah, it didn't come. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, sister. Let me tell you something. Let me put you on pause. Because what you're not gonna do is disrespect <laughs> any of the years of our childhood. And in nineteen <laughs> in in 1993, Super Mario Brothers three was out. I want to say. Uh huh. Yeah. If it, if it wasn't if. If it wasn't 1993, it might have been 92. I want you to know that I was right. It is 1983. I just Googled it. When the put Nintendo some, came? Yes. Put some respect on. Please respect on this end. The, not the great Nintendo. I'm looking at it on Google. The great Nintendo with AB Select? Mm, the NES, maybe? that comes Really? Out. That came out in 85. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Because I was about to, like, Double Dribble came out like 88, 89. Okay. So, yeah, that, it was 85. Okay. They they originated in 83. I knew I wasn't making that up. Okay. Well, look at you on your shit. I see you. (laughs) Um, But for me, it's Freddy. So, let me, let me say this. I own, I own the entire series of Nightmare on Elm Street and I own the entire series of Friday the 13th because I like scary movies and I like classics. My thing is this. Freddie come and issue in your dreams and you got to go to sleep. <laughs> but uh, like you you die- sleep. if you die in your dreams, you don't die in real life. <sighs> Some people don't wake up and they very well do die in your sleep. So <laughs> That's cold-blooded, bro. I mean, it happens. Man, we gotta talk to the Lord about his creativity. <laughs> <laughs> we do, man. Hold on, man. Listen, Lord. Now we know you paid it as a and as a comedic stance, but and as as a lesson teaching stance, but bro, Freddy Krueger, come on, um, man. All right, a couple more. Uh, we let me ask you. Let me, Go let me let me ask you this one because it was a versus two, and we didn't discuss, it, and I really wish we should would have. Jill Scott and Erica Badu. So I had to see myself out and I could not make a decision. What? I could not. For the simple fact that my favorite album in the whole wide world is Mama's Gun. Like it it spoke to me at a particular time and so it hits me in a special. What? However, I've seen Jill Scott seven times in concert. So I don't really know how I can choose between these two women. And I also just want to give them the props because they had the most streams. It was uninterrupted. Everything worked out perfectly. They celebrated each other. They celebrated other women who paved the way for them. Like it was, just, it was a groove, and it was what we needed. Listen, that was that was a concert. It was a dual concert. Um, I appreciated that, and I could listen. I tweeted it, and I'm going to see it right now. Can you just imagine Jill Scott talking you through that nut? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Man, like, like, you know, no disrespect to, to where I lay my head. But that Jill Scott. 
Did you see what uh, she posted on Instagram the other day? Uh Uh-uh, I didn't. (laughs) So she's very, she's always been subtle with her dealings and her shenanigans. So you know how if you're driving down the interstate and in most major cities, they got those black screens, they got some kind of corny message somebody done made up? Yeah. So she posted one that said, reduce speed during wet conditions. Huh. And that is why I love her. I love her. Hey, listen. Slow rolling. Stroking with emotion. Come on now. But but also, but also, who who do we know that has changed niggas, changed their lives? Like, you came to me as as a hoodlum. When you leave, you woke. You I mean, veg- you a vegan, you vegetarian, your skin better, listen, your hair Eric, better. Erica was out here doing something to these men, folks. Hey man, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell you no lie. The reason I, the reason I legit said, man, I can imagine Jill's got talking me through that is because I'm legit scared of what Erica got. <laughs> a lot of men have said that, and and she like she's she country, she can crack jokes. And you out here, you changing the way niggas dress? I'm dressing like J.J. Evans? <laughs> dress, eat, yeah, all of that. Shit. And she I'm- said, someone asked, what is it that she does to men? And she was like, I don't do anything. She was like, but I listen to them. Damn, that's deep. That's all she said. She said she listened to them. That's deep. All right, let's get back to it. What you got? Uh, What was I got? Prince or MJ? Prince, you can't, you can, man. Listen, when, I don't know no woman that got wet off of Michael Jackson. <laughs> you got a point. And Michael Jackson, a pedophile. I mean, there's that. So Even the same. I don't think any of it was proven, but there's shit. that. They had settlements. Um, with the same. <laughs> <laughs> they they had settlements. He had little boys come and spend the night at his house. With the same disrespect that y'all talk about R. Kelly with, y'all need to talk about with Michael Jackson. You know, that nigga could moonwalk. And shout out to Rick Ross for moonwalking in them fat-ass Reeboks a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that silver glove that silver glove will rub little boys on the head. So I'm straight. I'm I really mean, straight. I'm not going to deny that that was some suspect behavior. And, you know, again, white people had their kids over there. So, like, it was cool. But Did also, you? yeah. But, but also, uh, <laughs> like, when Michael Jackson passed, grown, grown men cried. I mean, that was the impact that he had. It's still fuck that nigga. Shout out to Prince, insatiable. <laughs> Speaking of Prince. I uh I tweeted today that Minnesota ain't been the same since Prince died. Since that nigga died. <laughs> he ain't been. Yeah. That city has been. What is that? The Twin Cities? That shit has been in turmoil. Yeah, somebody uh responded and said, "I hope that somebody played Let's Go Crazy." <laughs> <laughs> I was so weak. I've been in tears oh. all morning, man. Hey, so so look. Well, I guess that's off the timeline. We'll we'll that's we'll talk about this off the record. But I got one for you. 
UGK or A Ball MJG? That is hard. I know it is. That's hard as fuck. I'm gonna go with A Ball and MJG. My Tennessee ties. I can't. I can't not go with A Ball and MJG. I, Tiffany, I can't answer that, man. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I listen, man. A Ball MJG Outcast UGK. They do not get enough respect. Listen, I had a whole Andre 3000 appreciation. I saw that. Like, cause yesterday was his birthday. I saw that. Do you have a Do you have another one? Which one you want to go with? No, I was actually going to ask you if you saw uh, the Buju Bantan and Beanie Man versus. I didn't watch it, but say what you just said. Uh, Buju Bantan. No, oh, and... you didn't. You didn't what? I didn't watch that shit. Okay, same energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, listen, man. Listen, I ain't got time for all. I, I don't know what them niggas saying. I'd be really confused by them big-ass mega box speakers that they have at their concerts. Like, the shit look fun. You know, no disrespect to it. Um, But off the rip, I'm going to go with Beanie Man just because Sim Simma, who got the kids to my Bama? You and I. <laughs> And, yeah. well, that's the one that he had with Maya. Yes. And um, Buju Bantan, he, I think he's done a, a few things for DJ Khaled. I don't like DJ Khaled. And, you know, Beanie Man, he, he was with early T.I. on I'm Serious. That's hmm. it. Okay. Yeah. The only, and I only know one song by Buju Bantan, and that came out. I think I was in like middle school and it was one of those, the beat was so dope and you could get a good body roll to it. But he was talking about guns and shooting and killing people. I said, see, this is why. You, <laughs> you got to watch. Oh, wait. You was body rolling in middle school? Yes. So <laughs> moving right along. Fast ass. <laughs> you so fast. You ain't never go to any of the dances? That, I uh, did. So okay, we had dances I, at skating rink. So every major holiday, we was always at the skating rink, but it wasn't no skating. It was we, the whole skating floor was full of uh young hormone filled teenagers just dancing. We talked <laughs> we talked about the skating rink and like I I was in a rag topic. Well, that song is one, it was called Boom by Body. They used to play that and it was a good body roll. So yeah. Oh, you know what? I got I got one for you. Okay. Silk or H Town? Silk. Hands down. Good. I don't deal. even need to think about it. Who who's the best R and B male group ever? Thank you for flying J O D E C I. Hope you enjoy your high. K C JoJo Dalvin. I watched I'm sorry. Listen. Um, I watched the Barnell Hill episode, <laughs> <laughs> and that nigga Martin said, "KC, JoJo, Devontae, Dalvin, they never talk about you." And he was back there playing the fucking drums. Man, I screamed. 
that episode is hilarious. When he came out that shirt and every, I was like, bruh, Martin, like, dude. <laughs> hey, he, listen. Look, I tweeted this the other day. Um, same episode. Well, no, the ep- episode before when they was in, in Detroit. And Martin asked Varnell, you know, like, how did you make it? That nigga said, you got to have faith. Martin said, you got to have faith. What's her number? I, man, I was so weak. <laughs> Yo, what's your favorite Martin episode? I like the one when uh, they stole his, uh, he couldn't find a CD player, and so he started acting like Nino Brown. Suspicious Minds. <laughs> Suspicious Minds. So that's that's my favorite, too. And no lie, that is my favorite. Um, but I'm really starting to think Varnell Hill is like crazy. Varnell Hill is crazy, man. And I appreciate it. it. I recently bought the series. It was on sale at Walmart. So I, in addition to being a person who collects vinyls, I don't trust all this digital shit. Yeah. And I got I have a built-in bookcase and I have two rows dedicated to nothing but DVDs so that when this shit go out I still got something to watch <laughs> I just I don't trust it so yeah I got some classics up in there uh, alright so I think this week it was my turn so let's get into this curator's corner your first let me tell you something before you jump into it that first song god damn <laughs> yes. go ahead go ahead go ahead you got you gotta to sing nothing. this from the bottom of your heart so first up, we got Jodeci, uh, the goats that they are, with You and I. And I picked this song because I feel like it doesn't get the respect it deserves because everybody's like, come and talk to me forever, my lady. No, Jeez. You and I? Man, what? Listen, listen. <sighs> that is, I'm in my car, the music is turned all the way up, and I'm singing to the highest of the heavens. So yeah, all right. You, Next, man, go ahead. You got. I it. knew it was coming. I uh-uh. knew you were going to bust the Yo, yo, I was really, I was really trying to hold back, but go ahead. You got it. I ain't gonna say nothing. You got it. All right. So next up, Drew Hill, "The Love We Had Stays on My Mind." That song is a classic song, and it was the original members, and it's just, it's a beautiful song. Like you were very reminiscent of just that that love you had. You know somebody left their mark if you out here singing about it in the past. I didn't like, yeah. I didn't like this pick. That's right. I don't like you, so it's fine. God uh, damn! Can I just on. can I can I interject real quick though? No. I like beauty, but go ahead. Oh man, I got a story about that too. See so. what I'm With, <laughs> hey. man, so this talk, guy, talk your talk. This guy that I had a crush on in the fourth grade, I'll never forget. Uh, I'm sure he don't listen to this, and don't nobody know him. His name is Dante Little. I had a crush on him fourth grade. I'll never forget it. Um, he later became my boyfriend sophomore year in high school. We were at different schools. He was playing football, basketball, and uh, I was cheerleading in my high school. And when the remix to Beauty came out, listen, you can tell niggas nothing. I had a voicemail on my pager 
Yes, my pager with beauty playing in the background and him I get whispering his sweet nothings. Oh, uh, Player. Do you hear me? Do you hear that me? That is I, I remember. I remember what he said, too. I'm not going to say it here, but I remember what he said. And it wasn't even anything, you know, rated R. It was just so sweet. Young love. That's all it was. Ooh, it was so I remember real. that. God. All right, moving, moving right along. Uh, Isley Brothers, Voyage to Atlantis. High five. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, next, Kanye West, We Major. That, listen, if you were ever in a bad mood, We we Major can hype your head up. I got a quick story. Go ahead. Um, I think, shout out, first of all, shout out to my, my partner, Johnny. I think maybe since 2005, this has been my birthday song. Okay. I'm with it. That This has been my birthday song like all all my close partners know we major like nigga we gonna play this for you and we we wrap that thing from front to end come on come on home who had the better verse i don't know kanye opened up with feeling better than some head on a sunday afternoon (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um Better than the chick that says yes, yes to soon. You have a daughter. That's what I call karma. And you pray to God she don't grow breast too soon. So I'm going to go with yay. <laughs> God, I'm going to go with yay. If you have not heard We Major on late registration, go ahead and do your ears a favor. Man. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got No Limit, Hot Boys and Girls. So... The reason I do you remember this song? Where the real oh. niggas were right here, right here, over there, over there. Oh, right this, this was that. This was was this close to their end? Like Cash Money? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Cash this Money was, was on, really close. Yeah, this was on the last dime, I believe. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite verse is Mysticals. Because it's mystical and mystical is the shit. We we cannot deny nope. that he gave us. Can't really? deny that. I'm, no, I'm no, we can't deny that at all. That nigga yeah. gave us some shit. Like the way that he opened up that song, baby, I'm the buzz in your weed and the bubbles in your beer, the M Y S T I Co bitch, the man right here. Are you gonna tweet Listen, that? I might. I don't know, you know. Yeah. I get a little ratchet. I had a former life anyway. Hey man, hold on. No, for real, for real. Tweet. Um, what's today's Thursday? Tweet that shit tomorrow. Word. Um, and then last but not least, I had to put Luda on there. And I didn't pick a typical song because my favorite song is actually on one of his mixtapes. But I picked the Southern Fried intro because the guitar on that thing is nasty. Luda does his thing rapping. I mean, he's rapping real fast and doing what he does. But that guitar... Listen, it it did something. He he opened up that album perfectly, and I know how you feel about Luda, but this is my curator's playlist, so you gonna deal. It's so much respect over here. It's so much respect. <laughs> I, like I I have nothing to say. No smart remarks. I'm just looking at my nails. Appreciate you. All right, so running back, Joe sees you and I. Drew Hill, the love we have stays on my mind. Isley Brothers, Voyage to Atlantis. 
Kanye West, We Major, No Limit, Hot Boys and Girls, and Ludacris, Southern Fried Intro. Dope ass songs, though, for real, for real. Like, no lie. You you pick some good shit. Um, and I will go on to say this. On Tidal, Apple Music, and Spotify, you will be able to find all of these. Um, from this point forward, every Curate's Corner that we get, that we put out, you will be able to find those songs on those particular platforms as a playlist. Yeah, and we also put them on our Instagram stories. So if you haven't followed us on IG, do so. Views from a Jerk Podcast. ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> All right. Um, you ready for this? Yes. This, this, all right, go ahead. I'm going to let you pick it off. So before I do this, I am going to put in a, a plug because this is a, a dear Twitter friend of the both of us. Um, yes. Shout out to our homegirl, Tish, the uh, and the good people over at Sweet Teas. Edibles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, so she told me not to say nothing, but the cat is out the bag now because it's Thursday. Um, I tweeted Tish early yesterday. I was like, look, not nah, I didn't tweet I DM her. I was like, Tish, send me the link now so I can put my order in. I want my shit first. And it was like maybe an hour, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. She sent that shit right back to me. She was like, don't say nothing. I ain't say shit, but the cat is out the bag. I put in my my I put in my order and I sent her my $56. Like as soon as she okayed it. She was like, bam, I sent that, that cash out, bam. Um, I ordered the jars because she told me she was doing jars and like whatever the pop stuff is. I got two strawberry cheesecakes, two red velvets, and two blueberries. So she did, this was 2018, maybe 2019. She did um, an assortment of cupcakes for me. And when I tell you, I devoured them like the fat kid I am on the inside. Not all at once, but I mean, every single cupcake was moist. There was a good consistency. I mean, her hands are blessed. So if you are in need, and she ships, so if you are in need of all things sweet, look her up on Instagram. It's Sweet Teas Edibles, S-W-E-E-T-T. S-E-D-I-B-L-E-S. Uh, and let her know we sent you. So look, um, before we jump off into this topic, I do want to say this. This is what sold me on it. What she was showing one of her co-workers eating, I don't know if it was the strawberry cheesecake or that chocolate truffle thing, but and she wasn't black. I don't know if she was Asian or white. It might have been a mixture of both. She might have been a mute. What is that? It's not a mulatto. Whatever the other term is. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the disrespect. You are so wrong. <laughs> but anyway, Tish know who Tish Tish listens. She's a listener. So she knows who I'm talking about. But the girl was eating it and Tish was filming her. And I, I don't think she wanted Tish to film. So she was eating it. And she was like, this is really, really good. That sold me on it. And then shout out to K-Man Mark. Um, he was like, yo, you need to shop with her. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm supporting everything that's black anyway. So even if it ain't good, y'all going to have to find out for yourself. But And and I tell you this. So I order all of those. And I don't, no lie. 
I've been back on my health kick. I've been doing all my shit. I've been getting myself back together. But these, when these come, I was going to share one with Ashley, but I ain't sharing shit. I'm going to eat all six of these motherfuckers. As a person who has already tasted um, her creations, you deserve not to share. <laughs> man, look at, man, look at look at Black God, man. You deserve not to share. It's It's so good. So I'm not like you. I'm not gonna promote nothing that ain't good. So wow. Listen, we gotta stop setting each other up for failure and tell you folks if it ain't good, it ain't good. You're right, but Tish, just because you're a listener and you're uh, we're you know you're a Twitter friend of the both of us. At this point, every week I pull up Tish just so she can get that that traffic, man. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. So Tish, you got a spot right here. I don't give a fuck who listen, who don't listen, who who wants to buy, curious about it. Like she got a pull up right here, man. All right. <laughs> she do. I ain't gonna front. And she she funny on Twitter and she has a really, really good musical ear. All right, so um, and we brought her, like I mentioned that because this the meat of this episode actually boils down to I think we're going to have to take another break, but fuck it. <laughs> it boils down to a tweet that she put out, and it said, are her imperfections perfect for you? And that that took me somewhere. Um, And it made me think about, are, are people realistic about preferences? And, and, you know, what they expect from people? And can you handle the flaws from someone? Yeah, it's like uh, choosing between an incomplete significant other that's dedicated to you and kind of completes you versus someone who has it all together and doesn't feed you in the way that you need to be fed. Right. Now, um, just personally, because, you know, I don't mind getting into some shit, but personally, um, and I and I tell a person all the time, look, I'm so flawed. I'm a flawed person. I'm I like I'm an ugly person. I'm a handsome person and I'm an okay person, but just being who I am and being true to myself, you're going to see every side of me. And that's just who I am. I believe in showing you who I am. If I'm going to deal with you, if I'm going to be serious with you, like you're going to see everything about me and, and the type of eye that I, that I have. And on top of that, being a Scorpio and being very inquisitive and just studying people. Um, and learning whoever I'm with, I I learn uh, the I prefer to learn the ugly side of you first before I see the beauty. Like the beauty is gonna attract me, but I I'm really key and curious about the ugliness that you have, your insecurities, the things that make you tick. Like that's what that's what essentially is gonna keep me with you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I appreciate about you. Like the like, and most people don't understand till. Like the cute stuff, that shit, man, that shit is for the birds. Like, if a person can really deal with and accept the bad things about you, then they fuck with you. Yeah, so I had that come to Jesus moment uh, recently, and this gentleman and I were having a conversation, and somehow it came up about things I did not like about him. And I told him, I said, even the things that I 
find the least attractive about you or, you know, the behaviors you exhibit that I don't like, at the end of the day, I still like you through that. Mm-hmm. I said, that's how I know I love you. If Listen, if I can love you through your ugliness, Ooh, sister, that right there. Sister, I, I, man, if I can love you through your ugliness, I love you. Not even just to love you. If I can like you through it, man. because we love, we love family, and we don't like yeah. them niggas, but That's we true. love them because they're family. Now, if true. I can still like you through all of your quote unquote baggage that you come with, or your habits that annoy the hell out of me, if I still like you through that, it's that's it. You got me, and, and it ain't even a thing of you got me. Is I, I, you have everything. It's almost and shout out to and you, um, we're both fans of Andre Three K, but you the prototype, and yeah. and and people often when they think about it, like the prototype is everything that I want, but also, um, and I and I read this yesterday on the timeline. The prototype, actually, in my opinion, is I see everything in you that I don't see in me. You should be a reflection. Man, come on, man. And and people often think that it's always a good, but we have to really open, we have to really come to the conclusion that, shit, I like that bad shit in you, too. I like, like that ugliness. I don't want to deal with it. It gets on my nerves, but I see through it. I see through all that ugly shit to the to to the actually perfect person you are. And that's the beauty in it is seeing past all of the things that for you she probably does not like about herself. Right. And you find beauty in it. Like I had a conversation about, you know, me being on this health kick and losing weight and I was just like, man, if I can get this midsection and these rolls together, I'd be good. And they were like, I mean, that's great. Be healthy. It was like, but I still love you and your rolls. Man, listen. I wanted, I almost wanted to say, go ahead and marry me, right? Listen, now. Till, <laughs> till, till, look, and in my little situation, I'm the I'm the health person. I'm the health person. I'm always active. I like to be moving. I like to work out. The other side, I'm gonna talk about it. I need to do it. Oh, I don't like my body. Like, man, I love that shit. And I love it just for the simple fact that you insecure about it. It's beautiful. Like, it's it's beautiful. Man, fuck them side rolls. Come here. Come on, friend. Guys, give that premium. I'm just premium gas. Like, listen, the thing is, we're human. We like people really don't realize we're human, man. We nobody's body is perfect. Even the motherfuckers that walk around here fine and bodies redone. Like, man, that shit ain't they'll still find it ain't one, it ain't real, but they'll still find something that they don't like about themselves, even though they, you know, paid the money to alter or whatever. Like I've seen the skinniest of skinny women not like something about their body and the fattest of the fat, you know, do the same. Right. Um, I think we all have insecurities. And I honestly think that, you know, society has done a terrible job in altering realistic expectations and preferences. Um, I think everybody's entitled to have their preference. You should. You like what you like. Mm -hmm. I got it. But be realistic about it. Like, people want you to come to them already ready-made. And although it sounds good, I need to know how you're going to 
react when you're stressed, when your anxiety is high? Like, can you think logically or do you just spaz the fuck out? Like, I need to see that because that lets me know I may have something that you need to help you through that. Just like you may have something that I need to help me through whatever my situation or wherever it is I'm lacking. And you, and so I, I want to build with you based on that. Like, how can we build together where we can both work um, with each other, ebb and flow? Like, I need to know where the groove is. Right. Because we got to fit into each other's grooves. Right. Um, And just to go on top of that, the, all of that is teamwork, man. And when you look at it, if you if you if you did if you did watch the um, the last dance, Robin was the wildfire. He was the firecracker, mm-hmm. but he fit into that puzzle. Jordan knew how he could get him to perform, and so he found the groove. Listen, we we accept you for being the firecracker. We accept you for being wild, living your life how you live it, being open and just you know whatever. You, but we we accept that, and but we can use you. We can use the better part of you. Now you gonna do you. We know you are gonna do that. We can't control that. But the better part of you, that's what we're gonna cultivate. We're gonna bring like we're gonna send that shit to the moon. And I think like for Rodman, that was his his release. You know how he dealt with the pressures that he was feeling. He would go out and party hard. But once he got back and he got out of, out of his system, he was hopeless. Right. And so I think there was one time or maybe a few where they had to go get him, but <laughs> he got what he needed to get out of his system so that he could get his head back in the game. And, and that's the thing. You have to learn to love people through that. Um, I'm very much a person where I, I tell everybody all the time, you have to learn to love people where they are initially. Like if they're open to growing, yes, help them grow, you know, and do all those wonderful, cute things. But if you're really going to love somebody, you got to look at them at their rawest, mm-hmm. their ugliest, their lowest. And you make the decision to still love them through that. And a lot of people are like, I'm not dealing with that. And that that's, that's for them. But I am realistic about knowing that these low points are going to happen. And that's what we got to know if we can work together through these things. That's how you get your partnership. That's how you build. Um, that's how you um, solidify your foundation. Right. And also, you have to know how to love and gather equally. Mm-hmm. You got to know how to, I can. I need to love you right here. And I need to gather you right here like, nigga, get your shit together. I love, this ain't it. Like, this ain't the move. That's that's where that friendship come into play. Like friendship is so important and it's so crazy that I'm saying all of this out loud. Um, as you think about the things we go through in our own adult relationships or trying to have them um, situationships, whatever you want to call them. Um, that, that friendship is so key and it is so important. Um, I just had a conversation with my niece and she was saying that her and her boyfriend, like they have to have that conversation. Like, I need to talk to you. Like you, my friend, my mm-hmm. homie, my nigga, mm-hmm. right now. like you're not my man. I need to have mm-hmm. this. And I was like, you know, that's what works mm-hmm. for them. And you know, they found a way to be able to communicate to where feelings aren't necessarily hurt because of how they presented the information and where they're coming from. And that works for them gotta do what work for you and you know what's so crazy um and just personally because i'm not one to just genuinely open up 
And when I do open up, it's a bit of rage and frustration. But <laughs> but if you can see through that, then you really if you can see through all man, fuck, it, I ain't gonna get into my personal shit. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you were almost. Yeah, I was. I had to there. snap. I had to snap. I had to slim Jim. I had to snap out of it. It's okay. So, how do you feel about the eighty twenty rule when you picking a mate? Um, I was gonna ask you this. Mm, I beat you to it. Answer. No, I'm good. It's my podcast. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, oh. Hold the church's money. Hold the church's money. Hold on. Oh, go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Nah, you can't say that no more. This is what happens when you have a co-host. It ain't. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> I listen. I say my name first. Go ahead. <laughs> That's fine. So I um, actually have a list. I created a list a long time ago hmm. um, over my um, course of dating. I've added to the list. I've subtracted from the list. Um, I was told that you need to be very specific in the things that you want and are praying to God for. And so I got about 75 things on my list because I was very specific. Mm. Um, and I mean, down to the things that I like, even the superficial things that you don't think or you may feel a certain way about, even that stuff's on my list. And I think I've met, I've met about two guys that were 80% or more on wow. the list. But there, there were some things that I did not, ooh, there were some things that I did not like about him. And I had to make the decision, like, am I going to let this stop me from getting 80% of what I have on my list? Or am I going to push through? Hmm. So I, I do believe in it. I do believe that, again, I believe in standards. I believe in preferences. I believe in all those things. But I'm also a person who understands that, what have we been saying? Nobody is perfect. Right. And if I can, and because of the specifics I have on this list, if I can get 80% of this list, I I can be happy with this. Um, You want to take a break? No, we almost done. Well, cool. Because uh, I didn't want to share mine, no way. Good deal. You know, you ooh, hold on. You's a nigga. I, and I don't mean that in a good way. Um... J- j- just really quickly, I'm a person of preferences. I'm a person of preferences, and I also move in and out about how I feel. Um, and I can look, I look past a lot of things that I don't like sometimes because I just know that's a part of that person. Oh, we're going to take a break right here and then jump right back and finish. <laughs> and that was a really, really quick break. <laughs> And we're back for the first time. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying, I'm a person of preferences, and I um, I judge accordingly to how I deal with you, and I I really take a deep look into things. I look at people like a book. There's chapters I want to read, there's pages I want to read, and there are pages that I skim over because I know that's just a part of who you are as a person. And if it's just a part of who you are as a person, then I know how to deal. But when it comes to my personal preferences, if you don't meet 
really feel me all my personal preferences. I don't really be into you. Okay, so you are a no go on the yeah. Funny. Now, now I can de- I know how to deal with you for a certain amount of time, but my personal preferences will come out super fast. Yeah. Um, it come and for me, it comes down to a body type, how you talk, how you look at me, how you just wake up and move around in the morning, and then. Honestly, it I it boils down to also how you make me feel. If you if you and it's only been two women that can make me feel like a kid on the inside. If that's how I know, like, all right, I'm somewhere that I I'm somewhere. I mean, I'm I'm really in a safe space, and this this safe space is also an, an uncomfortable space, but I like being here. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of those women, I some college, it's a college girlfriend, and one is a more current thing. Um, but yeah. So. <sighs> okay. You know, and I, and I just, and I let it be known, especially about my personal preferences. I let that be known. Very, very much so, especially right now in the situation that I do deal with. Like, chick, I don't give a fuck about none of the shit you're talking about. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I, I like everything about you. I like, like, especially the shit that gets on my nerves. Like that, and that's a part of my preferences because I'm just I'm wired differently. That's stuff that friend. stuff that bothers me and gets some stuff that gets on my nerves. I know I can deal with it. Like women, like women whining, um, make women just whining, just being a woman. I can deal with that, but just the overall getting on my nerves, I like that. I need for you to get on my nerves because I treat that like a job. Like I hate going to work, but I love being there. Yeah, you know. So that's how I see it. Okay. I don't know if they even covered the eighty twenty, but. I mean, you deal with your preferences. They are what they are, and those must be met before you, you know, in order for you to decide that you want to be involved with somebody. So you got one person who's for the age of 20 and one person who isn't. (laughs) It happens. It's a part of life. Um, this, 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 This whole one thing that nobody... I don't care the age. I don't care the the knowledge. I don't care the intellect. Nobody can explain to you relational dealings as a whole. Nobody's perfect when it comes to that. And again, everybody has, you know, their quirks, their kinks, and what works for them and what doesn't work for them. I just suggest that you don't let that um, keep you from a, a great thing. Right. Right. Um and and on top of that, I feel like if if you can deal with a person and you can if you can deal with the person's issues and their and the perfect imperfections of a person and you can deal with their flaws and you see their flaws and there's nothing that really just drive you away, sometimes that shit is worth having. Yeah. Yeah. That's like do you prefer the perfect or the imperfect? And I think we will both say we prefer we prefer the imperfect. I love it. Oh my goodness, I love it. 
I love the imperfect. I love I love a person's flaws. Um, in my friendships, my I I don't joke about the per the good things that my friends do. I don't. I don't joke about that shit because that shit is whack. But the imperfect shit, man, I mm-hmm. love. I love to talk about it. Like, um, shout out to my man Marcus. I always joke on this nigga about living when we t- when we do get a chance to hang out everything is on the schedule like nigga what the fuck you doing like no no bro this is this is um fuck what kind of energy is it i don't know i can't even think of the word but it's like <laughs> it's like i can't even I, man i can't even think of it but it's just like bro we finna go with the flow like nigga fuck that schedule no um and then in other friendships just how genuine it is like you know we're not we're not gonna do it like that let's just have the shit happens and that and that's pretty much how i am in relationships and that's also for me it's just a bad thing because i just i like to go with the flow because when i feel like also when you go with the flow you can genuinely see how a person really is versus when things are planned because when things are planned and they don't go as planned just being human we all go haywire that bothers me to my core. I'm such a planner, and me going with the flow sometimes uh, hinders my ability to enjoy and have fun. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, and I know this. Um, and I'm not talking about like minor things. You hanging out? Oh, let's go do this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like mm-hmm. no, not that. Mm-hmm. If there is mm-hmm. a schedule set, we've made plans. It's been discussed what's happening, what we're doing, and this is friendship or relationship. When that right. doesn't happen. It annoys me a little bit. I I'm a person. I love to go with the flow. I I love to go with the flow because I hate structure. I hate to be told what to do. I hate for people to tell me anything. Like no, let's just. I'm really a person. Let's let's just live. Let's live it out. If it's supposed to happen, it'll happen, and I know that. But I do also understand that we need to put a plan in place so that it does happen. But in in my experiences, plan things don't always go how they should. And that bothers me. <laughs> yeah. So. Word. Um, I think that's it, friend. You got anything else? No. Nah, um, run your playlist and then close that shit out how you do it. <laughs> All right, again, one time for the one time. The curator's corner is Jodeci, you and I. Drew Hill, the love we have stays on my mind. Isley Brothers, Voyage to Atlantis. Kanye West, We Major. No Limit, High Boys and Girls. And Ludacris, Southern Fried Intro. So you can find Views from a Jerk wherever you get your podcasts. This That includes Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google. If you rock with us, like it, share it, tell a friend, and leave us a review. Follow the show on Instagram at Views from a Jerk Podcast and on Twitter at Views from a Jerk. Uh, if you really want to get into the shenanigans with uh, Nikos and I, you can follow us on Twitter. He's at Bean Pie Brother, and I am I Need a Baker. It's a couple underscores in there. You'll find me. It ain't many of us. <laughs> Just know, just know, we are not our tweets. He might be. Let me let me rephrase. He might be, but I am not my tweets. No, listen. I have been in. <laughs> listen, man. I've been in. A, I've been in a, a argument about this. Tweets don't do that. That that. Listen, that's the wrong joke to have right now. 
We are not. That is the wrong joke to have. We are we are not our tweet. We just (laughs) we release, we have fun, and we enjoy it, and we use it for a professional setting for this podcast. But we are not our tweets. We are two educated individuals that like to drink and talk shit. I can't believe you did that, (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker. (laughs) All right, y'all. We out. Yep. Uh, meantime, between time, man, y'all stay blessed, stay black, stay safe, stay quarantined. Make sure you drink plenty of water. Um, maintain your workout regimens and try to maintain a good diet. And like that, we'll catch y'all next time. Peace.